Hey, it's me, Eddie B from the E's and B's podcast, and we're here to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored to you by Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to OGR, Josh Robinson and crew. Make sure you guys go check them out at OhioGrudgeRacing.com for some bomb-ass photos, videos, and keeping you up to date with the World Series of No Prep Racing. That's Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. They are a proud sponsor of today's podcast, OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the beginning and eggs of wrestling sports podcast, and I'm your host, Eddie. Sex, sex is okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, we're gonna count down now. Ten. Okay. Nine. What? Okay. I'm so, apparently my watch is biased. Uh, I started too soon, so uh, we'll uh, we'll do this right. Okay, here we go. Ten. Nine. Eight. Okay. Seven. Six. Five. Okay. Four. Three. Two. One. All right. Then it's uh, 1999. you don't smoke weed. I know this, but I'm going to get you high today because it's Friday. You ain't got no job and you ain't got shit to do. Be Friday! Thanks for 
joining us again here on this beautiful first Friday in January, the 5th of 2024. We're back for more. From natties to the playoffs to good starts and more. We're going to get you back with the sporting galore. You know the drill. Crack those eggs. Butter that toast. Because it's time for the sunny side Just having so much fun being in the locker room again and being the leader of a team that could go to the playoffs. Take the handoff, Flacco, deep shot on first down, looking for the big play, and it's caught by Cooper. They can't stop him. Play clock winding down. Two point try, Flacco. One up. It's Cooper. <laughs> Flacco delivers. It's caught by Cooper. And there's the record for Amari Cooper. Cooper, an extra offensive lineman, comes in. Play action. Enzo. There it is. Unbelievable. The two-point try is good. And it's Taylor Decker. Absolutely stunned. Now flag comes in at the end. And they've thrown another. The question is, did Skipper... An offensive lineman report. What else could it be? Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the E's and B's. As we always do each and every week, kicking things off here on the gridiron. And boy, oh boy, with just one more regular week football to go, we are talking uh, playoffs. About playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. That's right. It's playoff talk time for some of those teams out there as it is a crucial, and I do mean crucial, must-win situation for several teams as we enter week 18 here this week. Before we get to that, though, let's talk about how things went down there in week 17. Started out with those Browns. They got a big win over the New York Sooks. That game went down 37-20. Then the Cowgirls, as you heard in the opening, getting a huge victory as they have been struck Ruggling here lately, uh, getting one with an illegal touching of the ball there in the end zone for the two-point conversion. Lions just couldn't, he just couldn't kick that extra point. He had to go for the win, and it showed right there uh, what happened. The Cowgirls sneak one out there. Big, big win at home. Ravens knocking off my Dolphins, dominating. Of course, a lot of more in, a lot more injuries for my squad. Looks like Waddle's still out. Mostert was out. Now we lose Chubb for the rest of the season. Torn ACL. We just cannot catch a break down there in South Beach. Uh, like I said, big domination for the best team in football. Ravens win 56-19. Those chokes, that's right, the Buffalo Bills keep on winning. They're 27-21 over the Pats. Bears knock off the Falcons 
17. The Texans getting another big win, 26-3 over the Titans. The Celts, they got a big win, 23-20 over the Raiders. The Jags finally show back up and get a big win, 26 goose egg over the Panthers. Rams knocking off the Giants, 26-25. The Cods shocking everybody there in the fourth quarter, quarter, coming back and knocking off those fly, eagle, fly. That's right, a big, big win for the uh, Cardinals, 35-31. Saints over the Bucks, 23-13. The 49ers keep rolling, 27-10 over Washington. The Steelers, they got a big win over the Seahawks, 30-23. Keep their playoff hopes alive. The Broncos with the controversy. That's right, the new quarterback, Stetson, stepping in. Of course, we know Russell, the whole situation, the injury contract, yada, yada. But they got a big win, 16-9 over the Chargers. The Chiefs, I mean the Chumps, they got a big win, 25-17 over the Bugles. And the Packers knock off the Vikings, 33-10. That's how Week 17 wrapped up. Like I said, folks, we're going into one of the biggest NFL weekends of the year. It's the final weekend, and so much is on the line. Let's just break down how those divisions are setting all across the board, starting out there in the AFC East. It's still my Miami Dolphins at 11 and 5, leading the East. Then it's going to be those Buffalo Chokes at 10 and 6. The New York Sucks at 6 and 10, and the Pats round out the East at a 4 and 12. Then over in the North, like I said, the baddest team in the NFL, and I gotta tell you, everything in the AFC will run through here. It's Baltimore at 13 and 3. Cleveland, that's right, that's big old Joe Flacco as we played in the beginning. They got the big, uh, playoff stamp. They're 11 and 5. Pittsburgh battling for a, a playoff spot this weekend. They're at 9 and 7 and the Bugles are at 8 and 8. Out in the south, it's the Jags at 9 and 7, the Colts at 9 and 7 and Houston at 9 and 7. A lot has to happen for a couple of those teams to make that wild card and a lot has to happen to see which team will come out on top there in the south and wrap it out Tennessee with a 5 and 11 record. Last but not least, out here in the West, it's still those Kansas City Chumps. They're at 11, excuse me, at 10 and 6. Denver's at an 8 and 8. We've got the Raiders at 7 and 9 and the Chargers at a 5 and 11. That's how things are setting out in the AFC. Let's go over to the NFC side of things. Out in the East, it's still those Cowgirls. They're at 11 and 5, tied with those Fly Eagle Fly. That's right, Philadelphia at 11 and 5. Then we got the Giants at 5 and 11 and Washington at 4 and 12. Over in the North, it's those Brand New Lions. That's right, the Lions at 11 and 5. Green Bay, they're at 8 and 8. Minnesota, 7 and 9. And Chicago, that's right, they round up the year 7 and 9 going into this weekend. On the South, it's still Tampa Bay leading it with an 8 and 8 record. The Saints are at 8 and 8. And Atlanta still hanging on by a thread at seven and nine. Then Carolina, of course, the worst team in football with two and fourteen. Out in the West, wrapping it up, it's still the 49ers with a 12 and 4 record. The Rams at nine and seven. And Seattle, eight and eight. Arizona, of course, four and twelve. Like I said, folks, all kinds of madness going into this weekend. Several spots still on the line. The Dolphins could go for one, from two to six. They're in. Uh, the Bills, if they lose, they're out. All kinds of craziness could happen. Keep your eyes on that. But let's talk about the stats. Leaders going into this weekend on the passing side of things. It's still my boy, Dua. That's right. He's got 4,451 yards on the touchdown side of things. It's going to be Dak Prescott. He's got 32. Rushing, still McCaffrey. He's got 1,459 yards on the touchdowns, though. It's still with even not playing last week. Raheem Mostert with 18. On the receiving, uh, on top, it's still going to be Tyreek with 1,717 yards. That 2,000 bubble, man, oh man, if he wouldn't have had to set that game out, 
I'm telling you folks, he would have broke it. I think he'll be really close, but nowhere uh, uh, over 2,000 for sure. What an outstanding season he has had, and it's not over just yet. On the touchdowns, Mike Evans is in the lead with 13, and now on the reception side with 10 extra receptions, it's C.D. Lamb with 122. Over on the fumbles, it's the boy that just ended his season last year. Man, I feel so bad. Bradley Chubb with six fumble recoveries, and now will be done till next year. On the tackles, it's Zaire Franklin with 170. On the sacks, we've got a tie between Hickerson and what? That's right, at 17. Interception still, my boy Bland with eight. Three games you must check out this weekend. That's right, like I said, folks, all the stuff is on the line. Starting out with game number one, it's going to be the nine and seven. Dixons, they'll be traveling to the nine and seven Indianapolis Colts. That game's going down Saturday. That's right, tomorrow, 4.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Then game number two of the weekend, it's going to be the nine and seven Rams. They'll be traveling to the 12 and four San Francisco 49ers. That game's going down Sunday, 425 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Then game number three of the weekend is going to be the 10 and 6 Buffalo Jokes. That's right. They'll be traveling to my 11 and 5 Miami Dolphins with everything, including the AFC East on the line. That game is the last game of the year. That's right. 820 p.m. Eastern Sunday night on NBC. Folks, we cannot wait. We're going to have all the hits. Everything else coming off the field and guiding you right into Wild God Weekend right here next week on The Best. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell some about this podcast. Keep the things going here on the sunny side up. Let's slide right on off from the gridiron and go to the pond and talk some Hockey! It's the 39th outdoor game in NHL regular season history as the league's two newest franchises get together outdoors. The ball dropped at midnight, now the puck drops outdoors. Just score! The Kraken with a goal from Ali Tolan. And I expect we'll see a lot more of that as this game wears on. Right on over to the pond, as you heard, the 39th annual outdoor classic this year played up in Seattle as the two newest franchises hit the pond. And boy, by the end of it, it was a sloppy mess. Seattle coming out on top, but we are now just five weeks away from the NHL. All-star break as things start to heat up there on the pond. So do several of the other teams out there. Here's how things are setting going into this weekend out there in the Atlantic. It's still the red-hot Boston Bruins. There you go, Rally, 23-7 and with 52 points, slowing down just a hair. Over in the Metro, it's still those Rangers of New York at a 25-10 and record with 51 points. Out in the Central, we got a new one. How about it's Ah! Colorado Abs. That's right. They are at a 24 and 11 with 51 points as well. And wrapping it up in the Pacific, it's still that red hot team of Vancouver. That's right. Them Canucks. They are at a 24 and 10 with 51 points. Going into this weekend, here are your stat leaders. Kurov still leading with the points with 63. On the goals, it's still Matthews with 30. On plus minus, it's still Quinn Hughes with 26. On the goal against average, it's still Aiden Hill with a 1.93. Then on the save percentage, still that man, Aiden Hill, with a 0.933. 
on the wins. It's still Garoff with 20. That's right. That's how things slide into this weekend on the stats. How about three games on the pond you must check out for the NHL this weekend? Starting out with game number one. It's going to be those Lightning of Tampa Bay. They'll be traveling to Boston. That game's going down 7 p.m. Eastern on NHL Network. Then game number two of the weekend. It'll be tomorrow. Vancouver will be traveling to New Jersey, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN+. Then game number three on the pond this weekend you must check out is going to be New York. They'll be traveling to the reigning defending Stanley Cup champion Las Vegas Golden Knights. That game tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern on NHL Network. We'll have all the hits, goals, and keep you up to date with all the leaders sliding off the ice right here next week on The Best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's bounce past alley-oop and go right to the NBA. Seven to shoot. over to the hardwood as you heard controversy new year new contenders but the same old same old by some people as the nba pushes the ball up the court as we get ever so close to that february 18th date the all-star game returning back to its roots that's right as the nba will be going back to the east versus the west Finally, getting back to how it's supposed to be done. And, of course, that will be done there in my home state of Indiana. So we'll be paying attention as they get ever so close to that. The All-Star voting now underway. So make sure you guys go out there and vote for your favorite NBA players. But as we go into this weekend, here is how the standing set going into the Atlantic. It's still those Boston Celtics at a solid 26-7. and They've got a three-game lead in their division. Over in the Central, it's still the Milwaukee. Bucks, they got a 24 and 10 record at a four and a five, four and a half game up in their division. Out in the Southeast, it's the Miami Heat. That's right. They've got a 20 and 14 record, just a game up going into their, going into this weekend. Then in the Northwest, it's Minnesota. They've got a 24 and nine record, a game up in their division. Out in the Pacific, it's still those LA Clippers. That's right. They've got a 21 and 12 record, a game up in their division, and wrapping it up out in the Southwest, it's those New Orleans. That's right, those Pelicans at a 21 and 14, just a game up in the Southwest. Then switching it up, let's talk about how the stats set. How about points per game? It's still Joe Embiid with a 34.8 points per game this weekend. Then we got over on the cis side, it's still the bad man with the ball. That's right, Tyree. Burton, he's got a 12.7 assist going into the weekend. On the rebounds, we got a new leader. That's right. It's a bonus. He's got 12.8 rebounds going into this weekend. Then on the blocks, it's still Mr. W. That's right. Wimbiamba with 3.1 blocks per game. Then wrapping it up, it's still the Stills man, S. 
SGA. That's right. He's got two and a half of those per game. Now, three big games on the NBA hardwood this weekend. You must check out, starting out with game number one. It's going to be those New York Knicks. They'll be traveling to the 76ers. That game's going down 7.30 p.m. Eastern tonight on ESPN. Then game number two of the weekend, it's going to be the return of Ja Morant. That's right. Him and the Memphis Grizz, they'll be traveling to the L.A. Lakers. That game's going down 10 p.m. Eastern tonight on ESPN. Then game number three of the NBA weekend, you must check out. It's going to be those Boston Celtics. They'll be traveling to the Indiana Pacers. That game's going down Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern on NBA TV. We'll be keeping you up to date with all the oops, three-pointers, leaders, and everything you need to know leading into the All-Star Bay. Coming up right here on the best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side. Let's bounce past, go from the pro world to the college side of things. That's right, things heating up on the college hardwood here as recent as we know. We've been talking about it, and now it's conference play. That's right, conference play kicking in there earlier this week, and now it's crunch time for some of those top-tier teams, and we are going to dive right into that as we talked last week. Starting this week, we'll be breaking down the top 25 all the way through the season. Of course, all the way right into tournament play as we love here on the E's and B's. Make sure you guys are like, share, and subscribing to the E's and B's podcast on all the platforms out there. You can follow us at easeandbees.org or find all of our social media outlets right there. So going into this weekend, folks, we've got a brand new top 25 on the college basketball to talk about. So let's break it down. Starting out with number 25, it's going to be Auburn. Then at 24, it's Gonzaga. As we know, Gonzaga usually up at the front, not this year. 23 is Providence. 22 is Ole Miss. 21 is Wisconsin. 20 is going to be Texas. At 19, how about a newcomer? How about James Madison? That's right. They're at 19. 18 is going to be Baylor. 17 is Old Florida Atlantic. 16 is Clemson. 15 is Penny Harway's Memphis team. 14 is Old Puke. 13, and I want to give a huge shout out. This is the longest they've been this high ranked ever in their basketball collegiate career there. It's the Colorado State Rams. That's right. Shout out to CSU at 13. Number 12 is going to be BYU. 11 is Oklahoma. That's right. At 10, it's going to be Arizona. That's right. Where? Falling from 1 to 10, they keep on struggling. At 9, it's a Big 10 big one. How about Illinois? At 8, it's North Carolina. You know. At 7, it's going to be Marquette. At 6, it's Kentucky. At 5, it's Tennessee. At 4, it's UConn. Three is still those Cougars of Houston. Two is Kansas, and I hate to even say it for like the third week in a row, still on top of the college world. It's those bullet makers. A big, big weekend going into this conference play. We know this. The play will be heating up, but let's talk about who's heating up. Those stat leaders starting out with points per game is still right here in Denver as Tommy. Burner averaging 25.3 points per game. On the assist side of things, it's Minnesota's Hopkins. He's got 7.8 assists per game. On the rebound, it's still Arkansas's Freeman with 13.2. On the blocks, it's still Isaiah Cozart with 4.8. And on the steals, it's still Arturo Dean with 4.1. Now, like I said, three 
Time conference games to kick off the weekend. Let's start with game number one. It's going to be the number nine ranked. Alana. They'll be traveling to the number one ranked. Bowlemakers. That game's going down tonight. 8.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Then game number two of the weekend is going to be the number eight. Number eight ranked. North, you know, they're going to be traveling to the number 16th ranked Clemson Tigers. That game's going down tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Then game number three of the weekend is going to be the number 22 ranked Ole Miss. They'll be traveling to the number five ranked Tennessee. That game's going to be going down 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow on ESPN2. Like I said, folks, conference plays picking up. There's going to be a lot of action to talk about, and we'll be breaking down that top 25 list each and every week, leading you right up into tournament play right here on the bus. Keep things going here on the sunny side up. Just a few more things before we get to this week, but let's switch those gears, pick that pace up, and talk some racing. That's right. NASCAR on the topic this week. Of course, we are just a short. One month away from the inaugural Clash at the Coliseum. That's right, the big Budweiser shootout, the Clash at the Coliseum, whatever you may call it. It's going down there in L.A. They're coming up in February. But on a sad note, we want to give our thoughts and prayers out there to the family and friends of one of the legendary NASCAR drivers to ever put four wheels on the track. We want to shout out to Kale Yarbrough, who passed away earlier this week shout out to all the friends and family our thoughts and prayers are with one of the legends uh man i can remember wearing his equipment back when i was a kid because he was the man besides dale earnhardt so very sad news there in the nascar world but like i said we'll be stepping things up picking the pace up in just a couple weeks and we'll be talking new faces new places and new races right here on the best keeping things going let's switch it up go from the asphalt concrete to the dirt. That's right, dirt racing going down last weekend. The inaugural Tulsa shootout going there and some of the baddest, and I do mean baddest, micro midgets on the planet. Thousands of them lined up there at Tulsa. Heck, even some of the legends strapping up like Kyle Larson. Kyle Busch went for a little rumble tumble flip. All kinds of big names in the racing world going there in Tulsa to see if they could be one of the baddest in those midgets and come out with that golden driller. Well, we got three big winners. We want to congratulate here at the E's and B's. A shout out to his fourth golden driller. That's right. This man is a bad man when it comes to those micro midgets. Shout out to Emerson Axon on a big, big win last weekend from us here at the E's and B's. Congratulations on showing them how it's done four times. Then also in the Class A driller division, we want to give a shout out to Ashton Thorgensen on an outstanding run there last weekend at Tulsa. Congratulations to him. And rounding it up, another big shout out and a famous, and I'm telling you folks, write this name down because he's going to be big in the next 10 years. We want to give a huge shout out to Wyatt Miller. They're running, running in the restricted class, getting a huge big win, getting his first ever golden driller. And I got to say, folks, if you don't know that name, you need to know it because it's Dale Jr.'s nephew. That's right. Why? Miller, congratulations to him and all the teams out there and all the people putting the life on the line there in 
Tulsa. I'm telling you, it's crazy inside that bowl and going that fast in those little, little cars. So congratulations to another outstanding Tulsa shootout there last weekend. Now we'll keep our eyes set on the 2024 season. We can't wait. Shout out to Colorado National Speedway putting out their 2024 season schedule along with all of the tracks across the nation. Of course, we'll be keeping you up to date coming up here in February. It's going to be outlaw figure eights there in Florida. Three huge races, and hopefully we'll have one of those drivers that'll be traveling to all those right here to talk about it. So make sure you guys keep your eyes and ears out for that. But with that, let's go from the rowdy round side to the street. That's right. No prep and drag racing going down last weekend. Ending the year and beginning the year with a bang. That's right. Some bad to the bone races there last weekend down south. Shout out to Clint Nichols putting on another new year. It's bash there at South Georgia Motorsports Park. And congratulations to Patches and Team Denver. Of course, Jarrett Bradshaw as well as they just dominate down south. And they dominated again last weekend winning not only Run what you've wrong, but they dominated there as well on Saturday with small tires. So congratulations to them from us here at the E's and B's. Also, last weekend we knew there was one of the biggest, and I do mean biggest, baddest street races to date. That's right, folks. Over 90 cars showed up for one of the most famous races on New Year's Day. That's right. Shout out to BJ and the crew as the path. Went down pad wars last weekend, and boy, oh boy, if you hung on and finished it out, you saw some back-to-the-bone racing. Let me tell you, 90 of some of the baddest small-tire, no-prep racers across the nation, and of course, over the border as well, came to one street in Louisiana, New Orleans, to put on a show, and boy, oh boy, the COPs might have had something to say there at the beginning, but they got it done. That's right. Shout out to them guys on sticking with it. And the real recognizes the real when it comes to that. And you see who is all about the no prep when that shit rolls out. And that's how it went last weekend. We want to give a big shout out and congratulations to the final four there at the pad at Pad Wars. How about none other than Mammal there, T- Trevor Fuqua and Mammal. We had Alan Robinson and Opie Taylor. We had Tommy Two Guns there in the Falcon. And rounding it out, we had Isaac Preston in Frankenstein. Congratulations to all four of those guys. But when it was all said and done, that's right. It came down to two of the baddest on the street. We want to give a congratulations and shout out to the winner of the 2024 Pad Wars. None other than Frankenstein's Isaac. Preston, congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's on an outstanding run there on New Year's Day. And also, you know, congratulations to SRC, Billy and Tommy. What a job. Tommy Two Guns drove his ass off to the finals and was just a half a car short of coming home with the money. But congratulations to Team Next once again, showing they are the baddest no matter wherever they go. Congratulations from us here at the E's and B's. And with that, that's going to wrap up this week's Sunny Side. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to dive into the meat and we're going to talk some payoff. That's right. And we're also going to talk about some natties. That's right. We're going to talk the college playoff and the national championship game coming up on Monday. Next in the meat, you're listening to 
the East and Beast Podcast. Hey, it's me, Eddie B. And are you like me and wish you could be at every single no prep race out there, but you know you can't? Well, that's all right. Because this week's sponsor here on the Ease and Beast podcast will take you live to every event they go to. That's No Prep Felons. Live. Make sure you guys go check out our friends Bob and Kelly Rice there at noprepfelons.com for all of their action. Make sure you keep up to date with him. Get that bell. Everything clicked. Subscribe to their YouTube. That's No Prep Felons Live. A proud sponsor of the Ease and Bees podcast. Don't miss it. college bowl season has come to an end but there is still just one more game remaining that's right as the national championship game will be going down monday 7 30 p.m eastern on espn and now as you heard in the opening after a fantastic and i do mean do mean fantastic End of the college playoff there for the Sugar Bowl. Man, and for the Rose Bowl in itself, what a way to top off how that committee was so, so scrutinized over their decision on the teams that they placed in. And we saw what happened between Georgia and FSU. Of course, Georgia still has a little piece to complain about. You know, they dominate over a FSU team 
who did only lose one game uh, to Georgia. So Georgia dominating for two years, loses to Alabama, doesn't make the playoff, but in playoff fashion, smashes FSU. I understand where they're coming from. But we now go into Monday night talking about two schools, folks, after Michigan knocking off Alabama. That's right, going down there on Monday. Alabama just didn't look like the regular Alabama team that we know about and are used to. And when the pressure was on, it seemed like that center had some snapping issues and it all fell apart from there. Uh, Could not complete what they needed to complete there in overtime to make it another overtime. So Michigan advancing, going to Monday night. And boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, with all the controversy alluding around Jim Harbaugh, is he staying? Is he going? I tell you what, if he wins this game come Monday, he is out of there. I promise you that. He'll be running, high-telling to the next high-paying job. That's just my opinion. A lot of people out there still say he might not go, even if he does win. I don't know about that. There's just too much controversy up there. And I think that school is set for the next five to ten years on the football side of things. That's just my opinion. We'll keep a close eye on that. I'm the off-season talker through the college football season. But let's not let's not shine enough. Or let's not shine the light too much on Michigan. Let's shine it also on that team who has battled. All year long, that's right, with a replacement quarterback who came over in the college portal, one of the greatest things for some players out there, and now is guiding the Washington Huskies to the national championship team or national championship game on Monday as Penix, the Heisman hopeful for this season, came back for a sixth year se- season and decided to play on a good team finally, and he shows what he can do. Now, I do know one thing. He's going to have a bigger and tougher defensive line than he's probably seen in a while other than Oregon coming at him on Monday night. Will he be able to scramble? Will he be able to make the plays he needs to? It's going to be Penix versus McCarthy. Who do you got going down Monday night? It's the 2023-24 National Championship game. We are so excited here at the E's and B's. I'm telling you, I expect nothing but Fireworks coming off of those that field there on Monday. And we'll be diving into this year's national championship, giving you that winner next week, all the stats and everything. But for one last time, what an outstanding and amazing 2023-24 national football season or national college football season we have been under and we cannot wait because we know next season is going to be completely new. That's right. A 12-team tournament the way it should have been from day one. We cannot wait. We'll have the winners, the losers, and talk about that that college portal right here all see, off season. We'll be leading you right into next year on the best. With that, that's going to wrap up the meet. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to get to my favorite part of the show. We're going to climb the rope. We're going to drop the bows. We're going to pile drive right into my favorite segment in the scrambled, and we're going to talk some wrestling next. You're listening to the E's and B's Bucket. Rats 
After all this ass kicking, the rock is gonna go out in San Diego. I'm a little hungry. I'm gonna go get something to eat. When the rock goes out to get something to eat tonight in San Diego, should the rock sit in a booth or Should The Rock sit at the bar? (laughs) Yeah, The Rock loves a bar too. Or should The Rock sit at the head of the table? If you smell what? WWE is cooking, that's right, going down there, day one, earlier this week on Monday Night Raw, The Rock, that's right, the legend himself returning to the ring and showing off and leaving us with that one-liner, and now all those Cody lovers, oh, shaking in their boots because he's just teasing us what would might be happening at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. But before we get to that, we know what's coming up in a short, just three weeks away as it's the 2024 Royal Rumble. That's right, going down. And we cannot wait to see some of those new faces and surprises that possibly might be popping up. I know Mercedes Monet on the women's side, a huge name, but we know this new year, new contracts. And uh, with what happened on the other show, we know that Andrade, a big name being tossed around, Aleister Black, and of course, the former AEW World Champion MJF could all be names showing up there at the Royal Rumble. But as WWE stays red hot going into 24, we are super excited for tonight's SmackDown. As we know, they're going to be having LA. Matt, yeah, AJ Styles and Orton going head to head as we will be seeing who will be the next contender for Roman Reigns at 
Royal Rumble. That will be very interesting. Like I said, folks, WWE is so smoking hot right now. So many storylines leading into the new year, but they are leading up towards their next two huge premium live events, and we cannot wait. Of course, other names being tossed around, Stone Cold, uh, John Cena. There's everybody under the sun comes out when it's WrestleMania season, and we are just getting started in 24. So I can't wait. We'll keep you up to date with all the elbows, pile drives, and body slams coming out of the WWE side right here on The Best. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell some about this podcast and make sure you guys go help out all the E's and B's sponsors when you got a chance like Ohio Grudge Racing, also No Prep Felons, and Jasper Graham and the Breakfast Crew. Those are proud sponsors of the E's and B's podcast. Let's switch things up and go to the other channel. Coming to a big end there on the square circle as he lost the AEW championship, not only to Samoa Joe, but yet to find out minutes later that his so-called best friend is the devil himself, Adam Cole. Of course, we didn't see this one coming, right? Well, most of us did, as we knew they were dragging this out due to Adam Cole's ankle injury, in my opinion. But one thing they did swerve us with was one of the devil's henchman being none other than Warlow. That's right, Warlow stepping in there. Wow, we didn't see that. Even though he has a checkered pass with MJF, does that mean that it'll set up a checkered pass with Adam Cole going forward? We did get a taste of that there on Wednesday night. AEW Dynamite coming out hot there at Long Island. Also announcing another new signee on the women's side. Shout out to the Virtuosa herself, Deanna Peraza, signing with AEW. That's stepping the women's game up a little bit. Of course, that May chick, she uh, wrestles 
on Wednesday night and ends up calling out Donna Peraza. So that obviously will be her first feud leading into this new contract she signed. But like I said, the devil is now revealed and all the stories are starting to come out. Samoa Joe announcing, you know, hey man, taken out be from Adam Cole and the devil henchman due to Samoa Joe asking for that. So maybe Adam, uh, excuse me, Hangman and Samoa Joe leading up to the next pay-per-view might be his first challenger. Keep an eye on that. Also, don't forget how red hot Swerve Strickland is right now. All eyes are still on him. But, of course, we are not forgetting about the final match for Stinger. That's right. That's coming up in March. We don't want to make sure you guys forget about that as the legend Sting will be one more time going into the squared circle and retiring in AEW. So make sure you guys stick with us for that. We'll be guiding you through his last match and who it may or may not be. But like I said, WWE right now is fire hot and AEW trying to fall right back into their footsteps. We know we got some things coming up on the horizon. Also, new contracts out there. Like I said, at the WWE side of things, it's going to reflect over on the AEW side of things as well. I know... Dolph Ziggler already being spotted at New Japan events, so it seems like he'll be probably one of the ones definitely in the AEW rings very, very soon. But with Andrade's contract ending there at World's End, will we see him at WWE or will we see him back in the future? We'll be keeping an eye on that. Also, keeping an eye on the lead-up to our next guest here on the wrestling side of things. Don't forget, my security guy. That's right, my boy Dom will be coming on here on the 26th. We'll be talking Rumble 24, and maybe even a little AEW talk. With that, folks, though, that's going to wrap it up this week. We're going to wrap this whole thing up like a burrito coming up next. That's right. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Yeah! Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. As we always do each and every week, we give you those weekly personal shout outs and, of course, let you know what we got coming up next and what to where to find us at but this week new year new us that's right we got a new segment coming up but before we get to that let's get to those personal shouts want to give a huge personal shout out to our sponsors make sure you guys go check out ohio grudge racing shout out to josh robinson and crew make sure you guys go give them a follow also want to give a big shout out to no prep felons bob and kelly rice make sure you guys go check out no prep felons the best three angle live feed in the game shout out to bob for coming on again for 2024 also the third member of the crew how about jasper 
Graham. That's right, Jasper and LL Spool J, along with the Breakfast Crew, a proud sponsor here of the E's and B's. Also want to give a big shout out to Limpy, the Bass on the Light. Shout out to Happy and Kenzie at Sports Your Local Street Racer. Shout out to Jeff Thomas, Julie Randall. Shout out to Spool Media. Shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to Team Max. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Stripper Glitter. Shout out to the Tunnies. Shout out to Matt Smith. Shout out to Team Hilton and Abeda. Shout out to Hollywood, Haley J. Shout out to Chick 2 K. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Nick. Brian, Tony, Ty, and oh, my peeps at The Green Solution. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution, 810 North College Road for all your cannabis needs. Like I said, folks, new segment coming up here. How about this? We're going to give you the bacon and the eggs each week on the toast here. And what that means, the bacon, well, that's something that we're backing or we like or a person or something we support. That's the bacon. That's the meat. That's the part we love. The eggs, on the other hand, we do love eggs, but that's going to be what we think is messy, uh, a little scrambled, or it's just running away from us. And that's two things each week we'll be giving you here on the toast. And we're going to start out this week, week one. How about this? The bacon we think for the week, well, we think it's a solid week for the NFL as they finish up the last regular week of the season. And so much is on the line, and we think that's bacon, baby. Over on the eggs, though, here's a little messy part. That's right. This is what we don't think sounds very good, and I think a lot of you out there will agree with us. It's the refs all across the board. That's right. This season has been rough in each sport with refs, and we know there's no sight or no uh, fixing in sight, so hopefully we can get that cleaned up, but that's the eggs this week. Once again, folks, the bacon and the eggs will be giving that to you each toast at the end of the segment there each and every week starting this year. And once again, the bacon will be the NFL weekend this weekend. And the eggs, well, it's the refs. All right, with that, make sure you guys are checking us out at easeandbees.org for all of our social media outlets. Make sure you guys go check out easeandbees.org. Hey, if you want to be on this show, make sure you reach out at us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast. Hey, and also, if you want to be like Ohio Grudge Racing, No Prep Felons, and Jasper Graham, be a proud Sponsor of the Ease and Bees podcast. Same way, get asked at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. We'll get a contract, something worked out, and get you played each time, three times each week on here, along with any video version over to our YouTube channel. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, next next guest coming up here in a short three weeks will be my security guy, Dom. We'll be talking Royal Rumble in all things wrestling. Also, uh, going into this weekend, we got a t-shirt giveaway. That's right. Shout out. Set the alarms. Woo-woo. T-shirt giveaway coming around from us here at the E's and B's. It's our new merch. How to win, you ask? Well, here's how you can win. You share that you are a new subscriber to our YouTube on Facebook, and I will get you a new shirt sent your way. I'll pick a winner coming up very soon by Wednesday, but all you got to do is show that you're not subscribed to the YouTube page, because I know there's not any of you guys out there listening right now subscribed to the E's and B's YouTube. Prove that to me on Facebook, share it, and maybe, just maybe, you might win a brand new E's and B's new merch logo shirt from us here at the podcast. So, very cool stuff leading into the weekend, folks. I can't wait, but before we get to that, you know what time it is. It's time to yo. Top 10 cities downloaded goes 
like this. Starting out with number 10, a new one to the list. How about Jefferson? South Carolina. Uh, you know, Jefferson. South Carolina. Shout out to them. Number 9, it's going to be another new one. How about Carrolltown, Pennsylvania? Shout out to Carrolltown, Pennsylvania. Number 8, it's going to be Old Faithful. How about Aspen, Virginia? Shout out to Aspen, Virginia. Number 7, how about an Old Faithful overseas? It's Hamilton. Ontario, shout to Hamilton, Ontario. Number six, it's over there as well. How about Toronto, Ontario? Shout out to Toronto, Ontario. Number five, how about Grand Blanc, Michigan? Shout to Grand Blanc, Michigan. Good luck, Wolverines. Number four, it's gonna be upstate. It's Shane, Wyoming. Shout out to Shane, Wyoming. Number three, it's the old faithful overseas. It's Frankfurt, Germany. Shout out to Frankfurt. Germany. Number two, it's the capital where we lie. It's Denver, Colorado. Shout out to Denver, Colorado. And back on top, it's the city where we lie. That's right. It's Fort Collins, Colorado. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famber, tell some about this podcast. And don't forget, Go win you an E's and B shirt. It's very simple. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Have a safe very first weekend of 2024. And until next week, you know the drill. Make sure you eat your breakfast. We love you. Peace.